This is a podcast from Aletheia, Truth in the Darkness, whose mission it is to uproot false foundations, to tear down idols of the heart, to build up the church, and to plant seeds of hope. The title of this podcast is The Spirit and the Word. God's will for you. Quote, and this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Unquote. 1 John 5, 14-15. So, what is God's will? According to the word of God, his will is that his children, who are called by his name, would know him and reflect him, being sanctified, holy, set apart, and that we would pray always, rejoice at all times, and give thanks in all circumstances. Both of these are scriptures. In other words, his will is that we know him intimately, walk with him continually, then reflect him clearly. But how does this happen? Like Enoch walked with God, Noah walked with God, Moses walked with God, and Jesus walked with God. And it all started in the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve walked in the cool of the day with the Lord. Here is the picture of God's will for you. But before we address this question, I want to ask, What do you want? What is your will? Does it match this? Is your greatest desire to know Christ and to reflect him to others? I want to say that many Christians say, yes, it is. But does their life reflect it? Here is a good test. What are you watching, listening to, reading? Where are your thoughts most of the time? Etc. I ask these questions because before we can move on any further, we must get real with ourselves and with God, allowing the Holy Spirit to search our hearts. Because there is a lot of bad Bible teaching going on around, and there has been for centuries, but at times I think it, is, it was more obvious what the difference between the truth and the error was. But in the 21st century, there have been so many opinions and feelings which have been added to the pure word of God. The word has been twisted, tainted, and what I call reinterpreted due to cultural changes. The culture changed so pastors and seminaries thought the right thing to do was to make the word of God fit people's views better by making the word more palatable. Otherwise, people would leave or not come in the first place. In other words, there is yeast in the dough due to continual compromise over prolonged periods of time. And bad Bible doctrine leads to compromised churches and ends up becoming part of our own lives because we are not hearing the truth. If we want to see God answer our prayers, then we need to make sure our hearts are aligned with what he wants in the first place. His will is what is best for us always. If we are not walking in his revealed will in his word, 
how can we expect him to give us anything else? If we are not wanting his will, then we won't want what he wants to give us. However, if we are walking according to his will, then we have the things we ask of him. That's what the Bible says. He says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. When we are delighting in his will, he puts the things in our hearts which we should desire in the first place so that we pray for the things naturally. Get it? So, what needs to change, if anything, for us to be walking in his will for our lives? And therefore, we also will be abiding under his shadow. Psalm 91 says this, And walking in his favor, and seeing our prayers answered. It will begin with choosing holiness, and choosing to pray without ceasing, to rejoice always, and to give thanks in all circumstances. You may ask, how in the world? Or this sounds impossible, overwhelming, or very boring. Well, thankfully we have the Holy Spirit living in us to compel us to live this way. It is a supernatural thing, not natural. It is only through walking with God or walking and living by the Spirit. However, we must examine these verses below so that we can understand exactly how important it is to God that his children are holy, meaning set apart from the world, from the culture and its desires and its priorities. Many churches have not focused on this, I have noticed, but it is of utmost importance to our Lord that we examine this. God said, quote, Observe what I command you this day. Behold, I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Take care lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land to which you go, lest it become a snare in your midst. You shall tear down their altars and break their pillars and cut down their ashram. For you shall worship no other god, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous god. Lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and when they whore after their gods and sacrifice to their gods, and you are invited, you eat of his sacrifice, and you take of their daughters for your sons, and their daughters whore after their gods and make your sons whore after their gods." Unquote. And a, another quote, "'You shall not make for yourself any gods of cast metal.'" Unquote. Exodus 34, 11 through 17. Though this was the covenant made at Mount Sinai between the Lord and Israel, the spiritual principles roll over to us, the children of God. So, where has the world and its influence become a foothold or snare or yeast in the dough, in the church and in our lives? This is of utmost importance that we realize that what is accepted currently in our culture is the exact opposite to what is acceptable to God and for his children. What the world watches, listens to, reads, believes, advocates, and promotes is anti-Christ. And I must say, even the political focus on Trump and our rights can be a distraction from what God wants for us. I am not saying fighting for justice and righteousness is bad in any way. I am saying focusing on earth and the political things on earth can be a distraction. Our kingdom is not in 
or of this world, it is above. It is Christ's kingdom, and we, children of God, have been transferred from this kingdom of darkness, this world, and into the kingdom of light where Christ is seated in the heavenlies. This is what the word of God says, not my opinion. So, fight for what is godly and good, but don't fight like the world. Remember, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against Satan and his kingdom. And that is down here. Yet we are the salt and light because the Holy Spirit is also down here through us. Lastly, after examining our hearts and checking where our treasure is, in heaven or down here, and checking if we are willing to come out from the world and be separate from them, 2 Corinthians 6.17, which is biblical, this is God's will, that we separate from the world unto him in holiness. This may mean some things in our lives have to change. Thankfully, God honors that change and gives strength by the Holy Spirit. But let us get real with ourselves and God. Look into his word. Study it. Find a good biblical, <laughs> biblical teaching church. Rely, or really, all God is asking of his children is that we freely receive from him what, what he has freely given us. Being all of him, by the Holy Spirit, sent from heaven to live holy lives of prayer, joy, and thankfulness and the blessing of seeing our prayers answered according to his will. Amen.